Hi, welcome to the Theta Gang podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGang.com. I'm Junie, and thanks for listening. Uh, these are not my... Uh, <laughs> uh, this is not financial advice, and anything I say in this podcast and future podcast should not be considered financial advice. <laughs> I, I flubbed that so hard, but I'm just going to keep it all in there. Um wow wow we this is gonna be a good one this is gonna be a good one okay so happy holidays and merry christmas uh to to everybody listening uh this has been a pretty eventful week uh as far as just like my personal life goes because i get to see you know some of my small family um a little bit more than when i usually just come home and visit my mom like just because it's the holidays i saw my cousin this time which is uh, new, um, and uh, I got to see a, a little bit more of my aunts. I have like five aunts that live uh, in in this small town that I visit. So uh, it was just really fun, um, and I'm in good spirits. It it feels really good this time visiting my parents. Um, you know, setting some healthy boundaries for myself. It, it, I'm finding to be really healthy for me. And just communicating that in like the best way possible to you know someone that uh, really loves you but also depends on you, uh, you know, aka my mom, has been like a challenge. But I felt like I've grown a lot, uh, and we are getting along uh, even better now. I wouldn't say that we weren't getting along before, but we, it was just getting a little overwhelming for me. And so now I feel like things are just getting a little bit better. It's been like an entire seven days since my mom has had a panic attack. Um, and uh, we had a close call yesterday. She was about she was about to start, but uh, that that was like aver- adverted, averted, crisis averted, whatever, <laughs> whatever the A uh, word that is, averted, adverted, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I- I'm just feeling extra happy um, right now. And so uh, I thought I would record, I would record this. Uh, at midnight when my parents are sleeping but just because of how good I feel right now I want to carry that energy into this podcast episode uh, so that you could carry on through the rest of the week Um, so just know that you know I'm in good spirits I hope you are too if you're not having the best of times uh, you know don't worry Um, you know I wasn't having like the best of times uh, for a few weeks but you know things are starting to turn the corner I'm really excited for the new year a new year, new me. <laughs> that type of that type of deal. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Up first, I want to just give a shout out to Earnings Whispers because um, I just thought it was really, really funny. So they usually have this Earnings Whispers chart that I kind of read off of. Um, that's that they tweet on Twitter, um, and there's only two companies reporting earnings next week, at least uh, you know according to them on their chart because they usually pick out the bigger names just so that the list isn't huge. Um, but I don't know these two names. The two names are, uh, I don't know, Cashtag Calm and Cashtag F-C-E-L. I don't know what any of those are, so I'm just not going to even bother looking into those. Um, so if you're playing earnings this week, you have an addiction, and so you should stop. If you're playing earnings this week, that's a tall tale sign that you're addicted to playing earnings and you need to get that checked. 
or you don't get it checked and you just say you know what judy i'm gonna live my life i'm gonna do how i want to do it because who knows maybe you hit that million bucks and then you can show me an email of the mansion that you're living in and you email me haha look judy see see what happens when I, when people play earnings you should stop telling people to not play earnings you should tell them to do what they want to do but that's the saddest thing right because i already tell people what they should do especially if it's fun but if it's not fun and you feel like you're losing all the time you should stop doing it right it's a problem if you do that so i actually have had like nine cups of coffee today because <laughs> because i went to go eat brunch with my aunt and that was also really good because you know my aunt is on my mom's side so we talked about my mom a little bit and that was really good uh because it's it i'll be real like my friend group is really supportive and they're always there to listen but it just feels bad being the one that has family family issues um and then you know people ask like hey is there anything wrong and just like from my point of view it's just like dude i don't want to unload this on you and also like you you can't really relate so you know you're just gonna you know bear this news in your head and it's just gonna i don't know it doesn't benefit you in any way but i also understand that's like what friends do right they're they are there for your social circle but maybe that's something i work on too it's just like if someone asks like hey is everything okay then maybe i say like a little bit because otherwise you know like one of the things that happens sometimes is like i'll have like a really bad time here at home uh this is this was like last time i came here like two months ago i had a really really bad time and then i came back to um orange county uh, where i live and my friend group was supposed to go to a camping trip and i just like silently black backed out um and i didn't go and I can kind of tell that my friends were upset, but it's just like, I don't want to bring up the whole family thing. But it was also like on me to say like, hey, this is like the family, it's because of the family thing, it's got me down. But I was just so over just like talking. I was like, I was so exhausted. And I just wanted to go to jujitsu, come home and code. And that's all I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, but this is also why I think I'm feeling so happy right now, right? It's just like, this trip uh from the like the second or third day you know i had a good talk with my mom and i you know this is like a psa or a public service announcement from someone that is dealing with like a family member that has like mental health issues is uh you need to set healthy boundaries at least that's what is currently working for me and uh it's it's probably saved my relationship with you know my mom because i could have definitely just kept on doing what i was doing but i could i could tell that i was becoming more and more unhappy and i was becoming more unproductive i was like um i was doing things that i normally wouldn't do that like that just i won't talk about on this podcast but just know that it was like they were like unproductive habits and um not to say that you can't have fun every once in a while but uh, I could definitely tell I was trying to escape. And so instead of trying to escape, I thought that the best thing to do was just to communicate. And I thought about it. I was like, if, if the worst thing that happens is, you know, uh, my mom says like, oh, you know, uh, I don't think that's fair or something, whatever, things of that sort, then we talk about it then. But I thought, hey, I think my mom would be understanding and she wants the best for her only son. And uh, she knows that I love her because she's my mom. And uh, before I start tearing up, <laughs> before I start tearing up, 
uh yeah i just thought i'd I'd just throw that out there because you know this is more of a a financial podcast as it is a a a mental health podcast now i think i think since people are starting to figure out just a little bit more about uh who's who's junie and who's who's behind the mic talking and i'm just a regular dude that uh trades options that tries to teach people how to trade options responsibly through you know through proof through the pudding uh and to prove that a little bit more let me go to my own horn in the next section (laughs) okay i'm pretty uh i'm pretty proud of that segue um okay so on brighter news uh, the market looks like it will open green tomorrow. The stock futures are green. Uh, who knows? Maybe they flip red as I'm sleeping because I'm not Squidward eyes awake because I don't have like out the money options that expire this coming Friday or anything. So I'm going to be sound asleep uh, as future traders are trading. Um, but this really is looking like I'm going to be closing at 50K plus. So. You know, I mentioned that a little bit um, uh, last week where uh, I wanted to close this year for 50K. It'd be pretty cool because I was sitting around like 48, 49. And I think I just did that with my covered call that I wrote on NVIDIA, which you can see at thetagain.com slash Juni. Um, and speaking of the website, thetagain.com, oh, I keep burping. Uh, sorry. I'm also going to keep that in because what do we like on this podcast? low production value so what i also did on the 30game.com website podcast or the 30game.com website is uh if you go to another person's profile uh, and you click on one of their trades you can now see a summary of like say for example you go to my page and you click on one of my trades uh say you click on the nvidia covered call i just talked about when you click on that trade, you'll see that trade. You'll see like the specific trade that you clicked on. But if you scroll down, you will also see all my other NVIDIA trades, just like you would if you saw went to one of your own profiles or one one of your own trades. So trade summaries, and this is the, the shortest way to say, I should have just said this first, trade summaries are now public. So now you can see other people's cost basis, cost bases, cost basis, whatever the plural is. Um, and that will just help a ton uh, just for getting a little bit more context of just like, okay, did this person just get lucky with one NVIDIA play or have they been trading NVIDIA for a long time? Oh, how about all these people that say they made a profit on GameStop? Like, do you do I only see wins? Hmm, that's fishy. Like, you never seem to lose even though you play like 8% probability profit options. That seems kind of sus, bruh. <laughs> that seems a little sus, bruh. I ain't gonna lie, bruh. That seems kind of sus. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just it's just really funny seeing seeing people like upload their trades. Sometimes it's like there's there's all kinds of people. There's people that upload all only their winners. There are a subselect of people that only upload their losers, which I th- which I think are really really cool. But I'm not gonna blast them on the podcast because um, if they don't want attention, I don't want to give it to them. But uh, there are people that only log losers, and I think that's really cool uh, because uh, well. I can only guess because I haven't reached out to them um, because, you know, I don't email or uh, you newsletters or anything BS. Remember, when you signed up for the ThetaGain.com website, I didn't ask you for your first name. I didn't ask you for your last name. Uh, I didn't ask you for your address, your social security. No, I, didn't, I didn't ask you for anything. Uh, all I asked was for your email just so I can verify through your email that your email's real and that you're not a robot and all that stuff. Um, and then in the little disclaimer, I said, 
I'm never going to email you. I mean, beyond like password resets and like uh, other things like that. But um, I'm not going to email you a newsletter or anything like, uh, you know, no promotions or anything. You have my word, right? And there's also no ads on the website because I want, I'm doing this from the bottom of my heart and I'd love to do this stuff. Um, I am just super pumped because uh, I had a really productive day today just because I, I, I was just really feeling good. And so what I also got done was the, uh, there's an implied volatility graph now on uh, the tickers. If you look up tickers or if you want to use, say, symbols, if you look up symbols or tickers in the search bar um, on the thetagang.com website, you'll see an implied volatility graph there too. So you can see when implied volatility is high, you know, that's probably when you want to sell, be selling uh, options. And when it's lower, maybe you consider buying options. You know, all that oogla boogla that goes into making that type of decision. Um, but the implied volatility graph works really well. And I just, uh, I'm like so proud of like w what I did today. And I'm just like comparing my energy levels of this trip versus my last trip here, which again, was not that great this trip is much better and so uh, i hope you guys and girls enjoy um uh, public trade summaries as well as the new implied volatility graph i worked really hard on it i'm proud of it and it has already been released all right and talking about like just like productivity today so i originally wanted today to build a like a thetagang.com sentiment chart you know, to tell whether or not datagang.com is bearish or bullish on something. Um, I also wanted to, you know, you, you create some sort of like fear greed index for datagang.com. But what I started figuring out is like, um, as I just thought about it more, is that there's a bias towards uh, bullish trades uh, because those are the trades that usually win. And then there's also that bias of people only uploading their winners, right? People are much more likely to upload and manage winners than they are to manage like losers. So anything uh, thetagang.com related uh, would be a little bit skewed if I wanted to create some sort of like index of bullish or bearishness. Um, and so, you know, after I finished um, the uh, uh, making the trade summaries public and also uh, the uh, oh I'm kind of blanking out here. What what else did I do? Oh the the right the implied volatility graphs. After I finished the implied volatility graphs, I did some more digging just because I was done and I was just kind of like chilling next to my mom and you know she was watching TV. I was just kind of browsing on, on the internet and I looked up like on Reddit like what where do people like tend to get their options data from or like how to calculate options flow. There are a lot of services now, uh, you know, bef uh, that wasn't that I didn't find like two years ago. I think if I found this uh, two years ago, I think datagame.com might have never been a trade logging platform. I think it would have been a tooling solution. Um, but I found one now. It's called Polygon. Polygon is pretty cool. Polygon.io is the website. And I think I might use them to create some like tools to determine what like option flow and just like, I don't know, other things that other people find cool. Like there's a lot of services right now that are gaining, getting a lot of attention because there's a lot of new people on the market looking for this type of service, right? Um, you see people wanting to know like, um, you know, large blocks of calls being swept at one time, large blocks of puts, 
uh, is the volume for this uh, trans is the volume for the day more call heavy or more put heavy option traders are into that and while I'm not so into it I think this is a really cool way to, for me to learn a little bit more about options flow uh, as I build it and so I'm really excited uh, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be the next big thing that I work on I don't think it's going to warrant calling the website v3 um, but this I don't know how I'm going to introduce I don't know if it's gonna be a patron only type of thing I don't know if it's gonna there's gonna be some sort of free tier type of thing um, but wow like finding about polygon was pretty cool there's other services that I'll look into too especially if they're like on the cheaper side or because it's it's pretty expensive if you don't use it for personal use right like I could definitely just say oh it's just for me and i just love coding and you know it's just something that i want to build for myself but uh, i don't play around like that so you know <laughs> that's not i'm not trying to have the fbi at my door say <laughs> yo we know we know you own data game <laughs> open up um so yeah i thought that was really cool um it just it was just a huge breath of air of just like that is what is exciting to me and something that i really want to work on and whenever i find like like ideas like this um it gives me this like energy and i'm not trying to like pitch this oh you gotta love it because it's the passion oh <laughs> while it could be kind of like that because i was gonna use the word passion it's, it 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 fuels me it, it, it's probably also the coffee that I drank, like the night cups of coffee that I drank today. But it fuels me, the, the just finding new ideas to try out is what drives me in life. Not just like Fady Yang or not what drives me at work. It's like finding new things to do that I'm genuinely interested in, especially if it's like, I usually say coding, but like I'm not really interested in much uh, like other parts of coding other than like fintech really. Like fintech is my jam. Like there's nothing more cool to me than using my skills to directly like influence like my trading decisions, which is, you know, exactly why thetagame.com was built cuz it was originally just for me and I wanted to just post my trades but other people wanted to do it too and so now other people can do it and now you know i want to try out options flow stuff and then now i'm going to be showing it to everybody else like this is this is how i imagine you know i can actually do this full time one day like this this is the thing that i think was missing because don't get me wrong patreon and my, and my patrons support the website a ton but this is the big this is the biggest risk here because this option flow or this this option data uh, is not cheap. And this puts me back into the seat of like, okay, well, uh, you know, you I don't get to um, have any leftover money from Patreon, but if this fuels my passion, this is this is what's this is what's needed. This is what the patrons pay for, right? It's just me to keep chugging along. So I am more than blessed to have the patrons at my side and just the fact that I can even, um, like, how can I put this? Like, you know, a lot of people, here's, here's how, here's how I'll say it. A lot of people have ideas to do things that they really want to do. Like, 
let's take a high schooler for example maybe you're a low-income family in your high school you watch like a Rodney Mullen skate video okay like a skate part and you're like dang that looks so cool I want to start skateboarding and then you look on you look online for a skateboard and you figure out the deck is like 60 bucks the trucks are like 50 bucks the wheels are 30 bucks the bearings are also like 30 bucks um, and yeah, sure, you could ride a Walmart board, but honestly, you can even from even if you're not a skater, you can tell that you're just not gonna have a good time on that thing. So you want a real skateboard. A lot of people look at the price of entry and have that as like a huge barrier. And I won't lie, like if I didn't have Patreon, I wouldn't have done like half the things that I've already done for the website because having people believe in your idea and support you is not only motivating from like like it, it sounds kind of cringe but not only from like the, the the spiritual level and just like the mental level it's also really really gratifying when it goes towards your passions like directly like the fact that you know i get x amount from patreon and that you know like 300 dollars goes to the database and like X amount goes to server costs, X amount goes to S3, X amount goes to CloudFront, like X amount goes to other services, X amount goes to the podcast hosting services, X amount goes to Diet Coke. <laughs> um, but like, you know, this Polygon, unless if I find alternatives, it looks like I'm going to be paying like 2K a month. And if I didn't have patrons, this would be a no-go. Like I, I, this is, that's my barrier, right? Is like, I am a fully working uh, 29 year old, uh, you know, with a job, 2k is my barrier. If I wanted to buy a skateboard tomorrow, you know, for those that listen on the podcast and I want to start skateboarding, that's easy. That's like a hundred dollars or 130 bucks and I'm good to go. Like that's no problem. But if it's $2,000 a month, that's my barrier. But because I worked so hard and like, I didn't quit right? Like for those that listen from the first episode of the podcast, you have been with me before I had like a thousand people on the, on the website. Like that is crazy. Like you knew me back when the website was only for me and like seeing this growth over like two, um, oh man, it's like getting, oh, It's been so, I'm not, I was going to say long, but it's, that's not the right word. It's been very gratifying. There are super, super stressful days of ThetaGain.com. It doesn't sound stressful sometimes because all you really see are website updates and the occasional website crashing bugs that some of you kindly write in. Um, but yeah, it, I am a believer in if you keep trying and if you genuinely try, you're going to find something that really makes you happy that, you know, it doesn't even have to bring you, bring you, bring you in money, but there is a, a chance that you try things and it could, it could change your life forever. Datagang.com made, you know, me dreaming of a home, a reality, like without Datagang, Dot com it this would be a totally different story like i wouldn't have anything nearly as much saved up um but i just understood from you know 
me working on it that you know there's attraction here and there is a chance that this could help me buy my home one day um and you know as i've mentioned in previous episodes of the podcast like saving up for a house is a huge motivator of mine which is why i don't buy fds or um you know risky options um because i want to buy a house i want to tweet from my house i want to teach my daughters how to ride a bike in my driveway i want i want to do all those things and thetagame.com is it's my ticket and i'm i'm going to try my very best i'm going to push even harder in 2022 and um yeah as I mentioned before, there have been a plethora of ideas of mine that have failed. Um, and I think, you know, what would be really healthy uh, or really cool, <laughs> I say healthy because it's a uh, half mental podcast. <laughs> um, I'll, you know, maybe I'll talk about in my reflection podcast, you know, this is already sounding kind of like one, huh? But next next week on Friday, I will record my last podcast of the year um and i will you know share some of the ideas that i had that failed that you know maybe if you want to carry on the idea uh by all means you can take those ideas i i don't care i'll leave it all out there um but yeah i'll just go through the ideas that have failed um and some of you will think juni what were you thinking that's a horrible idea um but you know i that was that's me and a lot of the ideas that failed helped me build datagame.com because as i am failing on on all of those projects and you know failing is also relative like i i i did learn a lot while i was building and all that stuff but um while i was failing building those i learned more about how to set up a database more efficiently i learned about how you know organize my server code more uh, efficiently and i learned how to you know manage seo better and all these other things that finally led to me having a little bit of success initially with datagame.com and then running with it because i was prepared from all the times i failed before that so i'm excited for the next podcast episode um some of you might be asking, okay, Junie, you've, you've rambled a bit. Uh, what's today's podcast episode? Um, to that, uh, <laughs> I don't think there is a episode topic today. Uh, I, I'm good. I think I'm going to leave it just on a high note here. Just have you guys and girls just excited for um, the next episode. The next episode will be excruciatingly long, um, but I will be equally as excited as i am now at least i hope i'm pretty sure i will come on it's the last episode for the year um and uh yeah uh just super blessed to uh be as successful as i was this year as last year in terms of options trading um while all, all the while getting better at it too um i you know no, that's just that's just for the next podcast episode. Uh, yeah, I'll just end this early. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm gonna go into the outro. There might be a little bit at the end, but you know, for those that like to tune off before the outro, see you guys next week. And uh, you know, one more week, five more days. Uh, do not, uh, <laughs> do not go for that one last yellow of the year. Uh, it's usually not a good idea. But <laughs> actually, I take that back. If you want to do it, do it. But that's on you. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, but uh, yeah, just be careful. 
uh, emotions run hot, especially the market during the last few days because uh, option volume or <laughs> I mentioned options too much this podcast, um, but uh, just trading volume is really low during the holiday season. Uh, and when there's low volume, there's less price discovery. Junie, you always say price discovery. What does price discovery mean? Price discovery is the action between the bid and the ask of someone saying, hey, I'll buy this for $6. And someone says, hey, no, I want to sell this for $8. The more people there are in the market, uh, aka the more volume there is, the more people there are willing to sell it at your price or closer to your price. Because not everyone in the world is going to want to sell it for $8. Someone's going to say $7.99. Someone's going to say $7.98. Someone's going to say $7.95. And then the people that are also buying it next to you are going to want to buy for more because they want to get in before you and so the more volume there is uh the better price discovery there is uh and this is just a reminder that we have very low trading volume uh especially for this last week here so good luck there's gonna be a lot of tweets um about like uh portfolio rotations or uh, deleveraging, dehedging, or hedging, or however you look at it, if you're bearish um, on Twitter or bullish on Twitter. Um, yeah, there's just going to be a lot of fluctuation, I think, for this for this coming uh, week. But I, I expect there to be chop. I don't expect it to be a crash. And I think the Santa rally is... I'm, I'm going to lean on it just like not happening. I know it's after Christmas, but there is still five more days. Uh, I don't see like a huge uh, rally either. So just my opinion, my two cents. If you follow any of the advice that I mentioned, you're going to lose money. Uh, (laughs) My favorite line in my live stream. Uh, I'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Yo, speaking of patrons, I want to give a shout out to Pocket Change, King Polo D, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay Z, M, Lot, Pastor Bedtime, Empty Cans, Mods, Norco, Royal, Mitch Ray, Seven, Upstream, Puddle, Craig Thomas, E.J. Wilson, B.J. Kim, Statistically Random, Tom Hamas, Mr. Integrity, Javi, Deleted, Joffrey, 86, Adam Bell, Wheaton, DJ Mac, 86, Nov, Lad, TC, Malt, Main, Tifa, 6, Chivanis, M. Hayden, Lil, Mr. Sneezy, Man, O'Donnell, Grandpa, M. Five, Ladies, Jetson, Fancy, Wolfman, Yestra, XC, Need the River, Young Steve Nash, Satoshi, Jason Mohan, One, Batch Raider, Chicken Dinner, Ivan Yerkanov, Decentral, Arf Man, Lazy Reservist, Digester, Crispy Cream, Boy, Kaput, Rusty, Your Shifty, AG, Data Ray, U, Alex V, El Finkel, and Ensis, 88. Thank you all for, uh, letting me even entertain the idea of accessing options data it's super cool to um find ideas like this oh man i think this is just like perfect timing like there's just so many things that are just like lining up right now because i know that if i had found this uh service like two years ago and i saw the two thousand dollar a month price tag per month i would have been like uh no i'm just not gonna build one of those things um but now i could like kind of build as much as i can and i can like try it for a month just see how it goes and if it's if it turns out to be one of the best ideas i've ever done in my life i'll keep it if it you know doesn't work then hey it it was it was a very very fair shot and so i'll be aiming to do that sometime next year sometime early next year um yeah just super excited um what else can i mention uh yeah just talking about kind of the oh i didn't say my outro what is what am i doing <laughs> uh you can follow me this is me trying to look for my script like you can follow me on twitch at real theta gang where i stream 
uh, on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. And you can fo- follow me on Twitter at RealThetaGang. You can email me at Juni at ThetaGang.com. Uh, ThetaGang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the ThetaGang referral code is a huge help. That's ThetaGang, one word, all caps. Uh, and I already gave my shout-outs. So... <laughs> Uh, this script gets used like every week, but I just cannot remember it for my life. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, just super happy with where my year to date profit loss is ending at. Um, last week's stream was really good. Oh man, I should have talked about this during the podcast episode, but it's okay, it's okay. Um, I'll just talk about it here. So, uh, on my podcast episode, or not podcast, my, on my stream last week, um, uh, we did a vote first, right? It was either stock tier list part eight or uh, or stock tier list part nine or look at my tasty works. And uh, not many votes, but the votes landed on uh, viewing my tasty works. And, uh, you know, someone asked, I'm pretty sure it was Arfman. But it was it was someone asked a question that basically led to me having a lecture on just like entering at a bad time, and I still have this position open. So I think I'll just like, um, you know, if you're listening to this section of the podcast right now, and you come to the live stream and you say, "Hey, Junie, can you show uh, me the thing that you're talking about in the one percent section um, about your Nvidia position and your bad timing?" Uh, I'll show it. I'll, I think that it's just like the perfect case of just like there's no way to understand when exactly something is going to tank but you can always do something about it that doesn't leave you just like hanging dry and like hoping for the best so what i showed was i actually purchased my latest 100 nvidia shares at the very top right my nvidia shares i bought them at 340 if you take some time like maybe you're in your office chair right now sipping on some coffee if you go take some time and you type in nvidia stock on google and you look on this chart you don't even see 340 because 340 was the high of day for some particular day and it doesn't register on um on uh, the google chart because it's not granular enough but if you open your broker app you'll see on a specific day, it spiked up to 340. And I actually um, bought my shares there. And then from that moment on, I've been managing it down and I retained uh, my 50K profit loss. And I think those types of plays are my best plays, is showing that like, hey, uh, I'm not good at timing things either, but I do understand my fundamentals of option trading enough to get myself in a better position, right? Uh, right now, I'm up on my NVIDIA position, but I just didn't feel right saying like, oh, how to get out of a sticky situation because most of the time, you know, sometimes managing a, uh, a losing position is just managing a losing position and it doesn't, never becomes a winner, but it just becomes less of a losing position. I haven't had that happen in a very long time because as you know, or as you've been listening on the podcast, I've been trading mainly AMD and NVIDIA and it's been really hard to lose money on it as long as you have a bullish stance and so just trading uh, NVIDIA from the very highs of 340. And what is it even now? Like in, NVIDIA stock. NVIDIA is now at 296. And so instead of like losing 4K and being at 46K for the year, I'm still at 50K profit loss year to date. And guess what? I show my portfolio every week on Twitch, right? And I showed my taxes on Twitter last year. I'm going to show my taxes again this year. I... I am just 
I'm so happy that I can just continue trading with the confidence that I have right now because I know that I'm not saying anything that I'm going to regret saying like, oh, you know, buy calls here, buy puts here, oh, short this, short that. I'm not doing any of those play calling stuff. I All I teach you is like how to trade more responsibly and how to think about the market in a l- little bit more long-term way with like contracts that are just a little bit, um, that have a little bit more expiration than five days, right? So it's it feels just really good. I think I'm kind of running off that high too of just like the year is about to end. I am going to have a field day on Twitter when it becomes the new year. Um, and it, it's been a while. I've been kind of quiet on Twitter too. Uh, just because I understand this is kind of like a sensitive time for a lot of people. Um, it was for me, and so that you know that's why I kind of took a break too. But come January, I'll be back on Twitter. I'll be back, you know, <laughs> t- building tools for the patrons and stuff. It's it's going to feel good. And um, yeah, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all. Uh, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It feels really cool knowing that there's people around the world. Uh, there's some people. I'm not gonna say there's all con- like all the people in the world. So many people in the world. You know, it's just cool that some people around the world uh, care about what I say. And um, you know, my emails are always open. If you want to write in, say something nice, say something mean, say something with feedback, anything. Juni at thetygame.com. I'm always here to listen. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, just super happy. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys all. See you guys and girls all next week.